We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How about them Cleveland Browns? Yeah, that was that. first off, that wasn't football. Mm. Wait, was, that was, was it not football or was no. it not football weather? Uh, both. Uh, that was a service academy type game. Yeah, that I uh, I was kind of Tommy Truck nuts last week talking about weather and all that. Yeah, that wasn't football weather. That was too cold. All right, that was too cold. It wasn't the cold. It was the wind. The wind. Me and me and the pup went out uh on Christmas Eve just trying to get any walk in because he's a puppy. He's he's and he's a a, a Labrador, so he needs to run off some of that steam, we we lasted 12 minutes. And I say we because we both looked at each other and we both agreed it was okay to be out. There, there was just a look between human and dog where it was like, can we just go back? Can we just go back to the car? And we did. It, it, it's funny, though. You know, like I lived in Minnesota for uh, a year and a half, and it got like really cold there in the wintertime, like, ne- like negative 30, mm-hmm. which is pretty cold. But the, thing I've, but the thing I've noticed... And by the way, my bowl game was the coldest bowl game in the history of bowl games ever. Does that go on the LinkedIn? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, that's yeah. good. We'll put that on the profile. We'll put that on my OnlyFans. So <laughs> Only Fox. I think the difference between ten degrees and negative forty is like the the amount of time you can be outside. It, it goes from about like maybe a minute to about fifteen seconds. Yeah, I buy before that. you start to numb up a little I bit. I buy that. Because you don't feel it's just cold as hell. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. So it's it's so weird because there's not one thing, just one thing to talk about with the Browns today. There is losing to the Saints in a winnable game in unforgivable temperatures, right? Unforgiving temperatures. There's David and Joku, uh, nine minutes uh, seance or whatever, uh, 
Yoga yeah. posing. Well, David Njoku loves himself some David Njoku. Meditating. There's Miles Garrett being benched for the first series of that game. Then there's Jake Paul, the social media superstar, the Cleveland Browns, uh, fighting a marital aide on social media. After the Browns just made him like their ambassador. After the Browns. In the most cringeworthy thing. video I've ever seen in and my life. And it's so funny because people, every time we made a reference to this last week, we we're like, why are we doing this thing with the Jake Paul thing? Like, can we just can we just keep winning football games for right now? It was more of, it wasn't like the worst thing they've ever done. It was just a timing thing. I'd like It just felt like something that could turn out to be annoying. Within 72 hours, the dude is out there bopping the uh, the... the uh, it's a marital aid. The D That's word. All I can say. The D word. It's just, just, uh, just a real lifelike thing that the he's boxing bong. there. The bing bong. <laughs> the bing bong there. Um, so I did. We're actually going to start the show here. This is less about one specific thing, and it's more about in totality. We the got, last seventy-two dude, we, hours. We've got a lot to get into because this is the last show that you and I will do together in twenty twenty-two. And it kind of feels like a burn it down Tesh's kind yeah. of show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it, that, that loss really pissed a lot of people off. Uh, and I could tell because there were people who never text me during Browns games texting me just, mm-hmm. just to say how pissed they were about the Browns. So let's start here. Keith brought up a really good idea to start the show with instead of trying to focus on one thing. What's your first thought? What's your first reaction to the Browns' last 72 hours? Marital aids and all. My first reaction is... Yeah, disappointment. Um, surprised a little bit. I, I really do feel like uh, I feel like Kevin Stefanski has 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 screwed this season. Hmm. You know, um, he's cost them multiple games. He cost them this game. No, you can. There's there's a lot to, to say about the players. I mean, certain guys like Mark Cooper's got to catch that touchdown. Mm-hmm. David and Joku's got to catch that. Like there are things that the players need to do, but for a game. Like I said, there were 50-mile-an-hour wind gusts. It was a blizzard. It was not a football environment. Mm -hmm. He threw the ball 31 times. Yeah, That son of a biscuit. I I just think Kevin Stefanski continues to tell us who he really is. It it doesn't matter his personnel. It doesn't matter uh, weather conditions. Kevin Stefanski, his base instinct is to throw the hell out of the ball, whether it calls for it or not. And I don't think that's an analytics thing. I don't think that's uh, uh, that's the Browns' new direction thing. I don't think that's a Deshaun Watson thing. I just think that's what – if you gave him his druthers, the average would be 60% pass to 40% run. And the pass would 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 feed – or sorry, the, the run would feed off the pass, not the pass feeding off the run, which is what I think a lot of us in town are are used to. I, I guess my thing is just same old Browns. Yeah, pretty much. It's one thing to lose that game. It's another thing to have your team captain, the guy who has damn sure made his voice heard on every single thing. Uh, And 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 oh, by the way, I I part of me wondered did he did he get suspended for uh, a defensive series because he actually came out and said nice things about Joe Woods? There's a conspiracy theory theorist in my my head wondering if that was it. Yeah. Um, it was just an embarrassment. There's one thing to lose. There's another thing to lose the way you lost and have the face of your franchise uh, make an ass out of himself again. 
Like, it's not just one thing with Miles. That's the frustrating thing. It seems to be a series of Miles acting out of school. Not Out of school might not be the right way to put it because he's done this for a while, but Miles being immature while also acting as the face of the franchise. And it's just you add and, that and- to a loss and the Jake Paul uh, marital aid fighting, and it was just like only in There's Cleveland. Just, it's just a lot of issues this team has, and it starts with the culture. It starts at the top, and it's not. It's never going to get fixed until until something changes. And I, and again, nothing's going to change. Mm-hmm. Which which makes it really frustrating to root for this team because why why do you have any hope? Well, so, here's why you have hope because you've got Deshaun Watson at quarterback, right? You've got this guy that you know, two hundred thirty million dollar quarterback. He's an elite talent. Well, through four games, they have three offensive touchdowns. Yeah, I just I it's tough for me to say nothing's ever going to change because I do think it's as simple as winning solves a lot, right? Like there's some bad organ right now. Um, we just to- lost Andy Dalton. Yeah, I, no, I'm not saying it and looks we, good. And before that, I mean, not not great, not great performances. Yeah, I don't know. They're four and four in their last eight. Okay, like that's and by the way, I'm not celebrating that because I would never celebrate mediocrity in this town. I would never, ever do that. But, like, I think a lot of this is just when the Browns win, okay, yeah, they won. When the Browns lose, the sky is falling. There is, there is a part of me, and, like, again, I'm not, I'm not putting sugar on crap. It's crap. It is. This season has been crap, and they're, it's not, it was not crap, and if they try and pin it on, well, we had a backup for 11 games. No, that's, that's even a bigger pile of crap. But, like, the reality is, I, I just think we've gotten to a point where there's nothing left for the Browns to do on the field that will make anyone happy. They can win the next two games, and we'll say, yeah, we should have beat the Saints, and you should have beat the Jets. I just think that's where we are. And they, they, the organization and the team has put themselves there by their same old Browns shenanigans, but I think that's just where we are. I think, I think it will be a merciful act when God allows us to end the season after the Pittsburgh game. It is an act of mercy by the football gods and maybe God himself so that we can just go back into the offseason and stop being riled up at this circus how of many, crap. By the way, how many times have Brown's coaches been fired on that bus back from, from Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? <laughs> it's honestly, it's it's kind of one of the brightest traditions we do have, right? It's it's Jimmy Haslam getting candid with uh, with Browns coaches yeah. on the bus on the, or on the flight back. Let's be fair. This is the latest, Dustin, in what has been just a really kind of ridiculous year out of Miles, going all the way back to the the car accident, going back to missing that Atlanta game, which was an, a winnable game, going back to some weeks it seems like he's calling out Joe Woods, and then he's uh, other weeks he's like sticking up for Joe Woods, which is wild and confusing. Uh, it just, we should be able to fall back on, well, at least we got miles, at least we, like with, with the offense, well, at least we got Nick Chubb. That guy just goes about his business, does his yep. job well. And we just love him with miles. He's having a defensive player of the year type statistically type season. And it, it kind of goes back to something we talked about last week. Like we just, it's harder to celebrate miles for all the shenanigans that come with miles. It just it's a lot. Um, he is a great player, and he's probably one of the better players the Browns have drafted in the last twenty five years. But he, you don't seem to get everything out of the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just it, 
it's not always something, but it just feels like you go back to the car accident this year. I mean, he mm-hmm. put himself in that situation, right? Fair. That's why he's got the shoulder injury he's been battling, mm-hmm. you know? And and then you hear stuff behind the scenes. And then all of a sudden, the coach has to bench you for a, 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 a series, which also, how weak is that? Like, did he bench Delpit for one play one, this year? There's one play. So, like, what what sort of leadership do we got going on here right now? Well, it's, it, so I'm torn on that one. Because the Delpit thing still seems stupid, and people will say, well... It may cost him money. It, yeah, and I, I don't care about that. Uh, if you really want to show a player, bench him for a full game. Yeah. Now, in fairness, do they have another safety that can play? Well, it's debatable whether Delpit can play. So I don't know how good the guy behind him is if he can barely play. Right. Although he did play well on Sunday. We should give Grant his flowers. Yeah, it looked really stupid. And, and, and it's weird because on one hand... Good for Kevin Stefanski for doing something. Yeah. My biggest doubt about Kevin now officially is his ability to lead a locker room. But then when you get down to it, it was one series. And also, like, call plays in situational football. Um, All those things are negotiable to me. The, the, The criticisms about the play calling on Saturday, a lot of that I think is just negotiable. And I think I think some of it is just that's who Kevin wants to be and that's who Kevin is. So I, I can't really like calling plays is a different conversation, but like yeah. my biggest concern is, is he a good enough leader? Does he actually inspire the troops when you have to suspend your, when you still have a playoff uh, hunt, by the way, you're still in the playoff hunt, even though it's one or 2%, depending what it was at the end of the week. When you have to suspend your best player face of your franchise for a series with when you're still in the playoff hunt in a game that you need to have. Yeah. It does reflect on Stefanski. Even though to me I'm very frustrated with Miles, like Bub, you got you got the world by the short and curlies. Let's let's grow up here. All right. We've done this whole you're gonna talk out of both sides of your mouth for a couple years now. Let's go ahead and get to it, Miles. Like a lot of people want to point a lot of fingers at other people who've been here and oh they're they're the leadership problem. Well now I got Miles Garrett doing dumb bleep, but in the end Yes, it does reflect on Kevin Stefanski. And that's where I applaud him for suspending Miles, but I also wonder how bought in anybody can be when you're this late in the season with a playoff spot to play for, even though you lost the game in the end. Playoff spot to play for, yeah, I mean, and you got to do this what, with What your is funny, picks. though, is like a lot of the things that needed to happen for the Browns to kind of still have a shot to make the playoffs did happen. Yep. And if they win that game, I'm not saying that they would have – Okay, you just Nick just dropped his chair down like, yeah. like a foot. I, uh, I needed to change. Okay, change the scenery. Miles is pissing me off, and I needed to change the scenery. Yeah, needed to change the but scenery. Here's the thing: it, now, now the season's officially over, mm-hmm. and you've got two games left on the road against the Commanders and against the Pittsburgh Steelers, teams that are are both uh, capable of beating your ass and playing harder than you are. Yes, consistently. Yeah, playing harder than you are. Two one six five seven eight double and better coached. Where are you guys with Miles' punishment? Is this because in the end, I'm disappointed in both Kevin Stefanski that it got to this point and in Miles Garrett. But I will say, this season has cost me a lot of patience with Miles, as great as he is. I think it's time to start wondering whether Miles is a part of the solution leadership wise or if he's part of the problem. And I, and I, 
I hate that we're saying that because I just want Miles to be great. I want Miles to be revered for the legendary talent that he is. Yeah. And then it's just every time we'll have a a, a two sack game against uh, Cincinnati, and then come and say something stupid, some weird fake support of Joe Woods that nobody bought. Right, and then he'll go get benched for this game and play like crap. And I'm sure he'll go out against Washington this weekend and have five sacks because that's what Miles is. And but you know what? It's the whole damn team, right? You you're coming off the win over Baltimore. I don't care who is playing. You beat Baltimore. You needed to beat Baltimore. You did. So here's another team that you need to beat that is in a position to be beatable. And what do you do? You crap the bed. I don't care about the weather. Like it's it's like. Did the weather impact the game? Did that make it closer? Yes. It doesn't matter. There's always something, right? There's always something. And Dustin, can I get you on record on this one? Does anybody yeah. buying the report about why Miles was suspended? No. This idea, and Mary Kay Cabot, I believe, had it first. This idea that the Browns suspended him because he didn't, uh, he didn't report illness last week, and that's what got him sat down for one series in this game. Given how much they needed this game, given how much they were already going to be without Jadavian Clowney, I just I find it hard that some completely innocuous thing, like he didn't report an injury, was going to be the thing. I'm not doubting Mary Kay. I'm doubting whatever the source told her yeah. that this idea, because I think this runs deeper with Miles, and, that's, and it's just starting to really piss me off that we just... We can't just talk about football. We got to talk it, about the nonsense off the field. It had to be something more to warrant this. And not to mention like you could have just punished him internally. Instead, now what you've done is you've created more controversy, more questions. His teammates not now obviously know what's going on and maybe they already knew what's going on. I'm not sure exactly what's happening behind the scenes, but you, you've you've sort of neutered your leader. It's so weird because I think Miles needing to be suspended is a reflection on Kevin Stefanski, mm-hmm. and I also feel like saying good for Kevin Stefanski if Miles has been a pain in the ass all season long. Keith Scott brought up a good point. He typed in, how hollow do his words for Perry on Winfrey early in the season when ring? He, when he tells him he needs to be a pro. He needs to be a pro. Yeah. And okay. where are you going to learn it from? Miles Garrett, who got suspended for a series. 216-578-0092. Is Miles are you got is it time to worry that Miles might be part of the leadership problem instead of part of the leadership solution? Al, welcome to the show, bud. What you got for us? Hello, Al. Al. All right, Al. That was uh inspiring. Inspiring takes here. Henry, welcome to the show. Be better than Al. Welcome to the show. I'm glad. I was gonna say no, Miles is not the problem. He's the solution. The problem is Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry. See, have you, have you ever served in the Navy? I'm uh, give you just, just for a brief time, right around Grenada. Years, okay? And when I would have my superiors do something that, Let that's not, uh, let's just say my subordinates don't like it. I have to stand up for my subordinates. That's what I believe Ke- my, the Miles is trying to do, but Kevin Stefanski and the chain of command just won't support him. Okay, let's, let's, let's talk about that. And if we don't get those defensive tackles that we need, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be looking at the Browns sitting out of the playoffs again next year. They need defensive tackles. You know, Henry, um, one, thank you for your service. Um, two, 
Um, the lack of defensive tackles isn't why the Browns are going to make the playoffs this year. Browns are going to make the playoffs this year because they don't play with heart consistently and they have not played with the requisite sense of urgency this year. It's as simple as that. And I got to be honest with you. I, I'm totally cool with taking the fine-tooth comb to Kevin Stefanski and saying, how did you let this happen, right? Because it's not necessarily about losing. It's about how you lose. It's about when you lose. It's about how you play when you've got a chance to get to the playoffs. All of those things are fair reasons to be furious at Kevin Stefanski. But I got to be honest with you guys. If you're giving Miles a pass, I, I think you're – I don't think you're – I love defending Miles. Keep that energy. But Miles has got to be held accountable. It's been Everybody his Everybody does. It doesn't matter who you are. Well, it's been his side of the ball that's consistently let down the rest of the team. It's been his side of the ball that and and by the way, his defensive line that has let the team down more often than not. And even though he's played individually well, he's also struggled in the run game at points and taking, there's taking plays off at points. Yes. And I think we have enough body of work. And, and honestly, we can say the same thing last year, where Miles says one thing and then maybe believes another thing, right? Yeah. And where he's criticized Joe Woods but hasn't put Joe Woods' name on it. And you know what? Let's just start there. Can somebody in that organization grow a pair? Oh, well, we don't want to put anybody's name on I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep that in-house. Blow it out your ass. Seriously. Like if Miles Garrett, the fa if your captain needs to be suspended for a series, put the name on it. Tell me the infraction. Don't give me this bull crap about I'm not gonna keep that in house. Well, then he, you know he, what, Kevin? Then you don't. Then maybe you're not cut out to be a head coach. If oh, we're just gonna keep it in house because it ain't working. Well, you didn't keep it in house because you you told us something happened, and you benched the guy for the first series of the game in a game that mattered. I have no problem with losing. I have no problem giving Deshaun Watson time to get better and to, to, to shake all the rust off. I just, this goes back to something fundamental we've been talking about, which is, do you like this team? They're not likable. Because this crap, like, Miles, what are you doing, man? Well, it's just, it's it's a culmination of things, right? I mean, the team's losing right now. Uh, your your star quarterback has come back. Your offense has has gotten worse since he's taken over mm -hmm. and and then like this just little things like the miles garrett thing the jake paul thing it just all adds up to like this team's just a bunch of turds yeah well and it's not just team it's organization that's it's a, it's that, a turd organization like, there there's what's the saving grace rooting for the cleveland browns right now what's the thing like i guys i i've gotten through myself uh through enough sundays saying oh god i just love nick chubb I, I love Nick Chubb. I've I've gotten through enough Sundays saying, you know what, Jacoby probably shouldn't be a starting quarterback, but you know what? Um I, I respect the hell out of the guy. Right now, I mean defensively, there's there's Joe Woods' defense giving up a ridiculous amount of yards on the ground. Literally. The Saints beat you at your own game. The thing that Kevin Stefanski has refused to do most of this season. And the excuses, all the excuses. Well, the offensive line, of course. Well, you just can't trust this offensive line. Well, you know what? Um, you don't want to wear down Nick Chubb, right? Well, you, you fell behind early, and so you had to throw. No, they're all excuses. That's the frustrating thing, Dustin. Yep. 
Everything with this team is an excuse. You know how I know? Because they're losing. If there are valid reasons on why games are closer or you lose a couple bad games, right? You can still win in spite of valid reasons. Teams do it all the time. There are teams right now not equipped with the talent to win in the NFL. The New York Jets literally can't play a quarterback. They, they're not, not only are they not getting anything from their quarterback, they're getting negative from whatever quarterback they choose. They're still being competitive. They're losing those games because quarterback matters in the middle of December, but they're still competing. You have everything you need to win and you're not doing it consistently and the Bengals lost all right you probably should have lost to the Bengals what about this game should you have lost to the Saints no and I still feel like we're letting Miles off the hook here like I'll be honest guys I don't know Miles should be the captain next year and it pains me because I have defended Miles time and time again and I have, and I, I looked the other way in the car accident. Well, he's a young guy. It's a lot of money. You do kind of stuff like this. But you had to get suspended with, with a team trying to make a playoff spot. You were a distraction during what arguably was the most important week of the season because you were clinging to your playoff hopes, clinging to your playoff hopes. And you pull some level of jackassery that the coach, <laughs> knowing he's going to be without Jadavian Clowney, says, ah, you know what, I think we got to set him for a series. Miles, what are you thinking? What sort of message are you sending to your team? He's your got teammates. Dude, he has everything. Miles, you have everything. You're a hundred millionaire. You're a Greek god. Like, you are the face of an NFL franchise, and you're mucking it up. What are you doing, man? Like, what the hell? How do we keep coming back to this crap? How come, at no point, can it just be about winning? Win's the point. Win, Lord. It was just the Lord's Day, so that's where. Win, God! Like, when can these guys get their head out of their ass, understand what they're supposed to do, and actually do it. Winning's not that hard. The Giants are winning, guys. The Jets are a 500 team. I, th- I think they were below. The, 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 the Packers are about to make the playoffs. There, there's always next year to have the uh, difficult conversations about the Cleveland Browns. Am I right, Dusty? Oh, yeah. There's always next year. I mean, listen. We, just, it's no big deal. Just grab some hot cocoa Andrew Barry, Paul DePodestic, oh, Kevy Kev just sitting around a fire laughing about all the money they're stealing from the Cleveland Browns. You know what the funny thing is? I'm not as pissed at them as I am. That loss pissed me off because of the players. You had multiple game-tying potential passes dropped and the Miles thing. Oh, and by the way, the defense still can't stop the run, no matter what. Literally, the Saints had to bail on passing because Andy Dalton had thrown a costly interception early. The Saints didn't want to run. They, they, the Saints didn't really run until the, what, second quarter when they finally yeah. started trying to run. They gave you a, a quarter's head start, and even that wasn't significant enough. As mad as people were about the coaching on uh, Saturday, I felt like that was a player's loss. And it's just so weird because I felt like we were beyond players' losses. 
I felt like that Cincinnati game, maybe that was the one that jostled you awake. You make nine nine penalties for 98 yards, and you, you beat yourself, and they don't have to do anything. Right. I thought we were beyond, and then we weren't. And then this game. It really felt like the Browns, they were, what, 10 nothing, right? Yep. It felt like that was going to be enough. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think in a million years. And listen, credit to uh, your boy D.A., Dennis Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, decided to get a little Taysom Hill involved yeah. and actually just run Wildcat because the conditions were so bad. The Browns should have done that. I'm so torn on that. Like, uh, what, are you torn, Watson, what, what are you torn about? I, I thought Deshaun Watson actually played pretty well. The, the box score, I don't think, tells you how well he played. I think they just had drops. I, I think yes, the game plan they was had drops because the wind was so bad. I don't think I don't think either the Njoku drop, which was the more unforgivable well, one, and also the, ball, or the drop before. Dude, dude t- catching a football when it's negative ten degrees is damn near impossible. Yeah, but that's your job. I can't give I, to the I players get it, but, themselves. I can't no, give but them I'm, that but, out. But my point is, it's a difficult task that is typically, like you say, your job and easy to do. But in those conditions, they're very difficult to do. So why would you try to put your play? It's always as a coach, you try to put your players in the best position to have success, right? I don't think Stefanski did that. Um, I, where I where I agree with you is on the third and second, fourth and second calls. That was that was the I'm. We're so smart. It goes back to the fourth and one. Jacoby Brissett sub in. We're going to be so much smarter than you that we're going to be doubly smart, and then you end up looking uh, twice as stupid instead. Yeah. I had a much bigger issue with how he handled the play calling on third and second and fourth and second than I did the late game calls when they had either a touchdown or a first down right there for the taking and the players. And that's, you know what? That actually sums up this season to me. It's not the coaches. It's not the players. It's not the organization. It's all three of them. And all three of them have to do better for the Browns to and it's it's a short jump, guys. Like it really is. It is a short jump from where the Browns are now to being in the playoffs. But unfortunately, this step it actually is a much bigger step than going from one in or zero and sixteen to to eight and nine or to nine and eight. And unfortunately, this organization continues, and I say organization, I'm saying everybody, continues to just shoot themselves in the foot and then go around and be like, yeah, we're going to keep that one in house. Okay, well, the house is going to change if you don't. You're burning the damn house down. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go with Drake. Drake, how are we how feeling, buddy? I'm, I'm doing okay. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I, I definitely um, you know, listen to y'all every day. Thank I'm you. Not- content i just feel like today is going way overboard like we're trying to search for something to talk about because they know like the, the season's over with yes whatever happened to miles gear happened to miles gear i feel like it's way other way bigger other issues to talk about as in the continuity the offense what is the game plan what is our strong point who are we as a team what are we trying to do when we get out there because i have no damn idea but miles garrett is not the problem that's Drake, what i wanted to say Drake, like, real quick buddy Drake, real quick uh did miles flip his car earlier this year Yes. Has Miles, wait, wait, real quick. Has Miles been hurt and has his play been inconsistent since that car accident? You just said, has Miles been hurt? So how are you going to judge him on this play? I I just, I asked you a question. Has Miles' play been inconsistent since the accident? 
No. Miles is the only thing we have. The inconsistency with him is just not getting a sack. That's what y'all judging mm-hmm. off of. No, like no, 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 no. Real quick. Double team every play. Drake. Has Miles come out one week, thrown the players or the the coaches under the bus, and then a week later come out in defense of Joe Woods? You're not going to win this one. I'm I'm still riding with Miles. Um, whatever he did, whatever he did, he's our leader, and we ride with him. It don't matter. He's your he leader. For the love of God, he just got suspended. How the hell is anyone defending Miles Garrett? Like you could talk me into considering trading him right now. That's how I rate you should be. The Browns have a bad defense. He is the face of the bad defense. He has come out and put almost everyone on blast. And then at the end of the season, a week that you are playing for your playoff future, he has to be suspended? What does Miles have to do for some of you to criticize him? Does he have to pick Joe Woods up off the ground and drop him off the the second-story balcony in Berea? Will that do it for you? Like, what is he going to do for you to go ahead and hold this jackass accountable? (laughs) Miles, you're making $100 million. Miles, you are a Greek Adonis. Don't get suspended. Not that hard. When he's out here having an opinion every damn week on what somebody else is doing their job, and then now Miles gets suspended. Yeah, it's tough, man. I I played. I mentioned this before, Nick. There's been a couple instances where I was on a team where a guy with the C on his shirt, you know, a captain, would love to just berate the other guys and tell them what to do, and the dude just never did it himself. A good player, but just never followed through, and everyone saw through it. Mm-hmm. And that's a culture problem. Yep. And you're also part of the problem. Miles has everything he needs to. Because of the way he plays, Miles has a respect in that locker room that goes a lot farther than, uh, let's say, John Johnson III, a guy who's who's been in the league and been very successful. But that does nothing. If you're not going to be the absolute exemplification of a pro football player and a great pro football player, Literally everything everybody else needs to be in that locker room, if you can't do that, then you're not worth the, the contract you're being paid. It's a, that That is a fatal flaw. And a lot of me just hopes he's immature and that's okay. It's okay to be immature. Miles has always struck me as a guy who's a very young 26. But then don't wear that C on your chest. Because if, if that sees on your chest and you don't take it seriously, then it's about your ego. It's not about actually being what a captain needs to be. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.